Welcome to Third Shot Podcast, where we share our love for the game and bring the pickleball community together. You can find us on our website at thirdshotpodcast.com. We have blogs, links, episodes, all of the things on our website, so go check us out. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast, as well as on X at Third Shot Pod. You can even watch us now on YouTube, so head over to YouTube, search up Third Shot Podcast, and we'll be there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I noticed, uh, I, I I went to me when you said the whole X thing, because I still haven't changed the, the thing, and I wanted to highlight that. <laughs> I still haven't changed it, so uh, sorry. I thought you were like Xing yourself out of the open yeah. or something. You know what? That's what I'll do in, in post. I'll just put a giant X over me uh, <laughs> just, uh, in protest from Elon. <laughs> well, I've been looking forward to this all day. Me too. You got a big pour there. All right. It is yeah. a big pour. So cheers. Oh, look at that. Cheers. There we go. First shot. Should we just call that the serve? The first shot? Hey, there you go. It, it, it technically is. Right. <laughs> well, how have you guys been? I, I feel like the news is getting to me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, think I know what you're on. referring to. Yeah. I mean, Chandler. <laughs> come Chandler on. Bing. Chandler Bing. Oh, right. Geez. Were you two big Friends fans? I, yeah. I, I, I've watched every episode probably three times. Really? Yeah. yeah I love the show Friends. It's uh, like one of my all time favorites. It's just so funny. And then, you know, Matthew Perry playing one of the best characters on the show. What what yeah, no, no. do you think he was the best character? I don't know. That's just my own opinion. I I like Chandler. <laughs> totally the best character. I mean, it's it's the it's that good mix of he's funny. You know, he's going to say something funny, but you also like you you care about him so much and all that yeah. he went through. I mean, like for half the series or more than half the series, he it it felt like he couldn't even you know get a date. <laughs> And you felt that. <laughs> Whereas Ross was dating all these and marrying all these different people. And, you know, yeah. it's like, so it's like, there's, I, I don't know. It just, it just, it was just such a well written character. And I know a lot of that, you know, was him playing off of, you know, the way that he delivered the lines and the way that he, you know, like they made it for him um, as they went on. So yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, it's sad to see him. Uh, it, and I mean, it wasn't on that long ago and now we've already we've lost two people from the show gunther uh, has passed away too um right so it's it's just it's sad it's sad to hear that yeah and, it is uh, sad yeah and i and i guess it's a little more in the news for us because he was playing pickleball earlier that day right so kind of it, it yeah. even brings it even home more yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that connection. And, and yeah. you know, after he passed, I, I did a little more research and I found out how much he loved the game of pickleball. Yeah. Like it was a wow. big, big part of his life. And for a lot of people that don't know kind of Matthew Perry's story is he dealt with a lot of addictions, you know, um, and pickleball was really his treatment. I mean, it helped him kind of stay away. I was, I was reading an article with his pickleball coach, uh, Matt Manassi. Hopefully I'm saying your name right, Matt. Uh, and Matt was saying how important pickleball was in his life and part of his recovery. It kind of kept him on schedule and it, it kept him kind of on the, on the right path. And, you know, I, I hear that and I, and I just like, I'm amazed of how many people pickleball is impacting for not just exercise, right? Not just for the social side, but it really helps them with their mental health or helping them recover from addictions. I mean, pickleball is helping people in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think in just the conversations that we've been able to have with people and who we've met within the pickleball community, you know, they share their stories with us and they also can attest to how much pickleball has not only helped them physically, but also mentally. Um, if for work, we're reading this book called Play, and and it's a whole research book that's based on the reasons why playing is so beneficial. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mention pickleball specifically, but it does say that people who are more involved in sports and have um, times in their life where they are experiencing times of play, that it benefits their overall health because they have that social aspect, they have the physical yeah 
aspect and it allows their mind to get to a point of just kind of like this, like a bliss or a happiness. And it's important to be able to experience that as adults. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, you've, you've got the, the heart benefits and all of, you know, like you're getting exercise, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it also helps with like, even like joints, right? Like you're, you're moving your joints a little bit more and all that. So you've got the physical side and yeah, the, the, the mental health side. I mean, the, the, I think the social connections, as you mentioned, and, and just like when I'm playing, I'm smiling, I'm chatting with people, I'm laughing and definitely the person playing me is laughing. Um, (laughs) So there's, there's just like that. I don't know. It just, it boosts your, your mood and your attitude. And it's just, it's it's just a good feeling. There's so many studies out there that says stress, you know, shortens your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the more you can eliminate stress or deal with your stress, you know, probably the longer you're going to live, the happier you're going to be, the healthier you're going to be because stress impacts, you know, the body in a lot of different ways. It, you know, it, it has yeah. physical um, effects on people. So it feels like, oh, I'm feeling lousy, I got headaches, or, you know, your body aches, all of it could be a result of stress. And then if you can eliminate stress, which pickleball does for so many different people, me included, I, I love playing pickleball because when I'm playing, like you said, Russ, I'm smiling, I'm laughing, I'm having a great time, whether I'm winning or losing. It's just a joy to be out there playing the game and doing it with people that I, you know, I become friends yeah. with. All of that has to be positive, you know, on emotional and physical level. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you don't even have to be like a huge competitive player or somebody who even likes the competitive aspect of a sport to enjoy it and to be able to get those benefits. Yeah. It's like the, the entry level is so low. You know, I mean, except for some of the paddles, like those can set you back, but the entry level of just getting out there and playing is so low. You know, it's like I, I mentioned in earlier episodes, it's like my, my wife and I just went out playing. She never played before and we just played, you know, it's like she just jumps out there and just does it because it's so right. easy to pick up. And, uh, you know, like th- there's not a lot of sports like that. So like anybody could just get out there and just do it and get started and then you're having fun. So it's it's cool and it's it's nice to see that it is helping people and it's it's good to hear that it was helping uh him Uh, it was you know i've read multiple articles saying how much uh he played i mean he was playing every day sometimes twice a day because uh, of how much he enjoyed it and and what it was doing for him in in his life and i think that's just wonderful i I love hearing that and you know i it's it's yeah Okay, here's what I don't like about the spin people are doing on the articles right now. They go, oh, after he played pickleball for two hours, you know, he passed later that afternoon. You know, at the time that we're recording this, there's no correlation to him playing pickleball and, you know, him passing. Uh, it's, It's more about how much the sport really, you know, added to his life, you know, and helped him in his recovery because, you know, addictions are tough. I mean, it's an addiction for a reason. It's tough to stop. And when you can find something that will help you with that addiction and help you break that cycle, that and pickleball is doing that for people, that is wonderful. That is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I love about the sport because it's helping people on so many different levels. You know, we get into the tournaments and they're fun and all that. We get into the apparel, we get into the paddles. But what it's doing for people's lives you know, now we're really talking about the benefits of pickleball. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We're very fortunate, I think, to have stumbled upon this sport and to see it grow and develop to what it is. And like you said, the amount of lives that it's impacting now is just incredible. It is incredible. And I got to thank you, Bridgie, for getting me into this sport. (laughs) It's made a, a tremendous positive difference in my life, truly. Yay. Well, I'm very fortunate, like I said, to have both of you now involved in my pickleball journey. So <laughs> let's see what's next. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, well, hey, well, there's there. And see, Bridgie, like the segues, right? Like you're killing them now. 
What's next? Right? Hey, Greg, what's next? <laughs> you know, we have Mark Milner, who, you know, in the past episodes, we've had a number of contacts over at the Oklahoma City Punishers. We've had Alex Simon, a player for them. We've had Carol Rolls, who's one of the owners of the OKC Punishers. And now we have Mark Milner, who's one of the players and the general manager for oh. the OKC Punishers. So, you know, he's, cool. he's doing a little double duty. So I can't wait to kind of pick his brain and what that's like. So come oh, yeah. on back and we'll have Mark Milner. It's a lot for hanging in there with us during the break. Um, as always, you know, we really appreciate all your support on our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook at Third Shot Podcast, on X at Third Shot Pod, and on YouTube. Please check out our videos again at Third Shot Podcast. Before the break, I mentioned we are extremely excited to have Mark Miller. He is the part owner, general manager, player. I mean, what don't you do for the Oklahoma City Punishers? I mean, my goodness, do you? Do you I mean, what are you doing? You 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 clean the paddles? What? <laughs> Wash the jerseys. Washing the jerseys. Anyway, welcome, Mark. We are so excited to have you on the show with us. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the invite and uh, look forward to the time I get to spend with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much. And we have a big toast to make because this is our 50th episode. And no Mark, kidding. you get to be our guest. Yeah. Wow. Thank That's you right. so much. Yes, here's to 50. Cheers to you and number 50. Which I guess is appropriate because 50 is kind of the deadline to be considered a senior pro. That's right. Um, yeah, and there's some terminology going on. Um, some organizations like APP and others are wanting to rename it to the champion pro. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm still just kind of old school and still stuck on calling it senior pro. But it is... Um, um, it is the requirement to be 50 or turning 50 in that calendar year. Uh, and so it, it really is something that's pretty cool because uh, uh, it's, you know, life after 50 is pretty amazing. Let me tell you. So <laughs> that's good to hear. Oh, and yeah. As uncle was saying, you are very deeply involved with pickleball as well as the OKC Punisher. So if you could share with us, how did you even start playing pickleball? Yeah, seven, eight years ago, I guess it's closer to eight years ago. Um, there's this guy you might have heard of before. His name's Tyson McGuffin. Well, I have a, a little... <laughs> oh, that guy. Hit. Yeah, that guy. So um, he uh, he... Uh, well, I'll back up because when he was 10 years old, he, um, he took some tennis lessons from me and I was his first teaching pro and I actually took him to a tennis tournament and he grew up about an hour's, uh, drive away from where I, um, I've had my athletic club. And, um, so I've stayed in touch through the years with him, and he moved back, um, uh, as a teaching pro in South Central Washington in Yakima, Washington, and, uh, and where he started playing pickleball. So I called him up to play in a USTA uh, 40 plus division tournament. And I said, uh, hey, coming into town and he put me up and and the whole time I'm playing this that weekend there, all he could do is talk about pickleball. <laughs> and um, I was there to play, compete in the tennis tournament and, you know, honestly, this, uh, I, I knew it was kind of starting then, but that was well before, you know, what it's been since post pandemic. So, so he was the one that kind of bugged me and, and honestly, how I really gave an eye to it, because I just built my dream of covering two tennis courts with a fabric structure so I could have indoor. And, I, and I'm in a town of about 5,000 people in, in a rural town in eastern Washington. So, um, I got my dream after 20 years and, and put this indoor tennis center in um, at my club and no one's playing tennis as much as what we need to after making the investment. Yeah. So, uh, and that was shortly after I visited Tyson. And so out of, you know, spite, I said, fine, I'll put some, I'll paint some lines in there and we'll play <laughs> some pickleball once we're not doing tennis kind of thing, you know, and, uh -huh. And then you put a paddle in my hand and honestly, it was a couple, about a week later, I called Tyson. And I said, Hey, when's your next tournament? 
So I just kind of was wired that way. I'm like, well, let me let me go play a tournament because as we know, it doesn't take long to become an addict. And yeah, and exactly. then when, when you start playing, um, you know, start playing tournaments, the whole social factor of it is is something cool. And I'm sure we'll we'll share some more stories. But as I started playing more and more, it's honestly the people and the competitors of this sport that's that keeps you wanting to keep playing more. And that was a little different from the side of playing competitive tennis. It just, it just didn't get that where, um, these guys are really telling me, you know, uh, even this last weekend, uh, one of the senior pros was seeing a little hiccup in my game and my, my dinks. Mm -hmm. I'll give a shout out to Rich Lopez there in Texas. And he was like, Hey, I'm kind of seeing you doing this Mark. And, and that's awesome. We, I never got that in tennis and competitive guys that were actually really wanting to you know, help you, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I got started. Um, and then after, after COVID, um, you know, they, uh, kind of Washington state shut down athletic clubs and gyms mm. and I was athletic director and, uh, in at a high school and that job got shut down. So, um, I had a buddy that uh, had his own plane, so we flew to states where they were still holding pickleball tournaments. And no kidding, uh, How cool. yeah. you were just traveling around the country playing pickleball tournaments with a, well, on a private more plane. The, more, more on the West Coast, Arizona. Um, we went to uh, Nevada. Um, they had some tournaments, you know. So uh, yeah, so uh, you know. I hope I hope this plane has four seats so you guys can come pick Bridgie and I up and, and we right. can kind of join you. You, you travel around. That's what a awesome. time! That would be amazing. Yeah, you know, I taught I taught him and his wife some, and and we just we just yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And and he he gave me a shout out after my last tournament, and I you know it's honestly you 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 can play pickleball with uh, how many how many good players are out there are in this country and pickleball that we just don't know of because they're just phenomenal and they just play rack in their own backyard or their own little club yeah but they don't travel and do tournaments i guarantee you there's way more senior pro players out there but they just they just um haven't done the travel thing yet so um so getting that opportunity, getting a little buzz, I, I did my first tournament out, out of the state was the uh, playing at Darling Center there in Las Vegas um, yeah. at, the, at the PPA event. And and Tyson didn't know I was, I was there. So I'm playing and uh, and I, I just entered myself in the senior pro singles too, um, but I played amateur doubles and he comes up. He was so jacked that I was there. And he's getting the second call, second and final call for him to play his match. But he was just stoked and he was watching me, you know, and <laughs> he's some coach. He's watching the old man pick a ball. So it was great. So, you know, it's that kind of that's that kind of um, bond that we have with with each other and and, and uh, is, is not only, uh, you know, competitors, but uh, every tournament i'm going i'm just increasing my my contact list and if you don't have a pb after your name you're probably not getting a lot of texts from me but how many <laughs> contacts do i have on our phone that says such and such pb you know it's yeah. just uh, it's so crazy. i'm so i'm uncle greg pb and, and you're that's right uh, contact, I, love it. I love it i love it you know you are the second person that Tyson has gotten that has converted from tennis over to pickleball. So we actually interviewed Kevin Beeson. And oh, yeah. do you know Kevin? Yes, I sure do. We actually played um, a tournament against each other. And I, I was shortly after um, Kevin. So um, and I and I've played some uh, tennis with, with Kevin. So sure, I know Kevin very well. Yeah, Kevin was a big time tennis player, right? He yep. has pro shop, right? He had the whole thing, and he was kind of like you was like into tennis, right? He wasn't a pickleball guy right. until Tyson brought him up and started introducing him to pickleball, and then that's how he got the passion. And like you, he hasn't yeah. let it go yeah. since. I mean, he now he's teaching for um, you know engage, and he's traveling right. around the country. He's doing fantastic. Yeah, he's big yeah. time. Big time coach. Yep, he, he is. Yep. And um, honestly, and there's so many others that that Tyson has done that with. And and the cool thing about Tyson is he, he remembers 
he remembers the people who helped get him there in, in, in the tennis world when he was a, a junior tennis player and then college and then as a profession there for a little while. And, uh, and that's what's cool is that, you know, the fame and fortune hasn't changed him. You know, he's the same guy off the court as he is on the court. You know, he's just, so it, it's been cool. And honestly, I think that helped jumpstart my, my pickleball career a little bit because, um, I was having some success in singles, but <laughs> I couldn't have, I didn't have a soft game to, to you know, to win at three <laughs> um, so Oh, a classic banger coming in to pick a ball. So, uh, so it's been, the journey's been real. Let me tell you in, in doubles, uh, but to get, to get that kind of jump start, And then he, you know, I, I, I jumped on to Tyson's, um, you know, his, uh, tennis, I'm sorry, his pickleball camps. Um, and I do, uh, I'm a coach for his, that's where I travel the country teaching with TM camps. And then I've, and then I've been able to develop my own, um, marketing as well. So, um, but yes, honestly, if it wasn't for Tyson, I, um, you know, I don't know if I would have really been as gung ho to start as I did because sometimes I'm stubborn in my old ways. So, he really opened my eyes about pickleball because I was like, I look, you know, kind of was that guy that kind of looked at it and say, "Well, <laughs> if Tyson can't get you excited about pickleball, nobody can." I mean, well, I, I was just going to say, yeah, passion, his excitement, his energy. I mean, there's nobody like him. I mean, he is one of the most exciting people in professional sports, any sport. I mean, he yeah. is that guy. Yeah. Right, and it's it's kind of heartwarming to hear that it extends beyond him in his own matches. Like he's taking this energy and converting all of these tennis players into pickleball players now. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And he continues to, um, you know, that's why all these companies and all these sponsors are, are going to him because he's, he's just so dynamic. Um, and yeah, and he's just so good to this good for the sport, you know? So yeah, uh, he, he goes in and when he goes up to the PPA events, he oftentimes does a free kids kids clinic and you know and, and and that i've heard parents bring their kids and they they're they're learning wow i didn't know that and they're they're getting all this free advice with the kids doing the pickleball so, <laughs> so yeah yeah he's a, he's well, a true well, giver. And I, yeah bridget and i were just at the ppa event in las vegas and okay. tyson always had the biggest crowd watching him whether he was on the main court or he was on one of the other courts he always had the most people watching him than any other pro Yep. And, and, and yeah. And I can tell you all the reasons why he's, he's done that, but um, yeah, he's, 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 he's a good guy and I'm forever grateful. I just texted him. He, he reached out to me last night and uh, congratulated me and, you know, and I just said, I'm forever, forever grateful Tyson for getting me into the sport. So, uh, so now I'm, I'm jumping in and, and tr trying to make the most of it with myself and, uh, you know, when I had a, my own business for 27 years and uh, and sold it, and now it gave me the opportunity uh, to find out what's next, you know, what's uh, what's next opportunity. So I have wife and I have two, two girls that still live at home. So still not quite sure, um, you know, what's, what's in store, but I've been given the grace to kind of pursue the dream right now. So, um, so I'm jumping on it. That's amazing. So I'm curious how you go from being a tennis professional to having Tyson convert you into a pickleball player. At what point did you join the OKC Punishers and decide, okay, now is my time. I'm going to become a senior pro. Okay. So you had to be kind of a senior pro before, you know, the MPL and Oklahoma city Punishers were, um, this is the first year. So this inaugural season that we just finished this earlier this month. <clears throat> and uh, so the, the draft was in uh, March or April this year. And, and so um, we had six teams and six owners and Carol Rowles and uh, was our owner and, and her husband and Doug, and they, uh, they drafted me and, uh, and Carol, um, is is i i'm a little prejudiced but she's one of the best owners <laughs> and um and she uh just it was you know she was the last team um in the league and we were starting uh, the draft was in april and by the end of may 
we have our uh, first team match. And so she had a lot to do going on. So, um, and I didn't know her, you know, I'm from Washington State and she's from Oklahoma. And so we connected a few times and I said, hey, Carol, how about we do it like a, a team bonding? You know, why don't we, or maybe um, do a pro-am or a little clinic that as pros can do. And then we can get some practice time together and do it the week before our first competition. And she just loved that idea. And we were just going back and forth. And, and eventually she said, uh, hey, would you consider being GM? And I'm like, I've never been GM of a team. And she's never been owner of a team before. So <laughs> this is the first year of the league. So this is first for everybody. And I kind of told myself, um, Kyle McKenzie is another good friend of mine that works um, very much with Tyson. And and he had this little saying, he says, I try not to say no to any pickable opportunities. So oh, even though like that. it's, it's, this is not in my wheelhouse, you know, never been a GM of a professional <laughs> team. Um, I was like, Hey, I, I'm willing to go for it. And so, you know, it's trying to figure out roles and, and different things that we can do. It's uh you know, it was uh, first off when you have uh, Jaime Onsens and Beth Bellany on, on, you know, as your first two draft picks, you know, you, yeah. you can't go wrong. Much You're in good that. shape. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and actually, I think one of your last draft picks, Alex Simon, has been on our show a couple of times as well. And yes. he couldn't speak enough about the experience that he's had with the okay. OKC Punishers. I mean, he loved the whole experience he's had with you guys. Yes, and he, uh, what an athlete, and uh, uh, I love hearing his story and his history, and we, you know, we have, we had nine men and nine women drafted in, in this, on, on this team, and all across the country, and, and Alex's story has been phenomenal, what he's done within a year has been, been phenomenal, so, um, yeah, so, uh, that that's kind of how it all got started with with OKC was I was drafted and then um, and then she asked me to be GM and kind of my role this year was mostly uh, you know uh, handling the lineups and and attending the Zoom calls and uh, you know being being part of the working with the owners for the first um, being the first season and honestly it was uh, you know we're we're, we're making rules as we go, kind of figuring out this first year. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was, it was super successful. The, the co-founders, um, you know, Beth Bellany and, and Rick Witzkin and Michael Chin, uh, just hit it out of the park that, that, um, we were kind of getting shunned a little bit with the other organizations, um, that, um, and so this really, really birthed that the MPL and, and making the team setting and it's, um, it's given us a chance of uh, reliving college tennis or high school tennis days of those or high school sports for a lot of pickleball players to be on a team again. And, uh, and they just hit out of the park, getting us uh, some incredible venues of chicken and pickle uh, and to get us the, the opportunities to, to, to uh, play as a team and given, given uh, lifelong memories, honestly. Uh, it's sad that the season's over with because we're probably um we're not going to be all together again uh, as a team um we had amazing success we 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 were on one side of the spectrum we were in first place and going and then when your number one women's player in the world beth bellany injures herself on the court um and she's done for the season uh it it just we couldn't recover you know yeah. and so um but uh, we saw we saw the whole spectrum of all the cool things and and now uh, everywhere I go I'm just hearing more and more things about MPL people are calling me about the MPL and and so I'm super excited for year two as as well as Carol and Doug uh, being owners we're gonna uh, the goal is I think trying to get another 16 so there'll be 12 teams in the league for next year and uh, which means we'll have to try to find bigger venues for for mm -hmm. us because we have more teams. Um, already, if you're following the MPL, they've had some big signings. They've got uh, Dave Weinbach and Sherry Corder, who uh, yeah. Dave Furman, who um, didn't play this year and they're signed on to play next year. And our big names of you know who are who've been playing this year are are coming back as well. So we've got the players. Uh, we have 
just a year under our belt. And, uh, and so we got some exciting things going on. That's excellent. Um, I'm wondering though, what do you do in the meantime, now that it's off season in order to prepare yourself as well as maybe some other players for next season? Well, I think the the hardest thing is with, you know, when you're thinking about drafting a team and the draft's going to become, uh, become essential. Uh, and, and Carol, who just didn't have, you know, um, she, she had some help, but, but for me as now, and vet, um, as part owner of the OKC Punishers now, and also, um, a player, it's important in th- that I continue to keep playing the tournaments and I keep, feel, um, you know, who, who's out there, who's up and comers, who, who's really mm-hmm. doing well, who didn't get drafted. There's uh, many players, many, many good players. I think a lot of my friends that, especially on the West coast, because no teams were out here on the West coast, we're just kind of sitting on the sidelines and watching. And so now they've seen it and now they they want in. So now it's trying to jockey them into uh-huh. the draft. And, and so it's, it's funny. We had on our team and Alex could tell you this, Alex was, um, you know, incredibly successful at singles. We had Lance Coward, another guy who played uh, professional tennis and, uh, and and myself we're all we're a bunch of singles guys and we're trying to figure out the doubles game Mm -hmm. and and it was um and it was a big adjustment especially for alex because he's such a physical stud on the court you know yeah but he had uh as we found out we we get to play this game of doubles and that's all there is there's no singles in the mtl there's not even a dream breaker that uses singles it's all all doubles so we we really uh had to um, to learn and get better at the game of doubles. But when we have um, we have some incredible players like Beth and Jaime, they were they just were incredible uh, yeah. incredible teammates. And not only just some of the best pickleball players in the world, they were just so invested with the whole team. And I guess that's that's what makes us different than the regular tournaments that I was just at. You don't so have I, yeah. Go I'm ahead. sorry, Mark. I I I was. I interrupted you, but I apologize. But I had a question about the draft because, you know, now I have two questions about the draft. I have three questions about the draft. I'm going to load it on you because everything is just rolling through my head as I hear you talk, Mark. I'm like thinking about this. You know, this is my sickness, right? I'm, I'm thinking of like I'm going to be a team owner here. So I'm thinking about all these different <laughs> strategies. Woo. Anyway, so the first question is, since you're a part owner, obviously you're going to be on the OKC Punishers. So does that mean you're the first draft pick? Does that mean you're the last draft pick? Because obviously draft goes in order. I mean, you know, so I don't know yeah. how that works, right? So that's my first question. Yeah. Second question is now that you kind of had the experience where you had a lot of singles players, you know, and, and trying to get them better at doubles to be competing because it's all doubles, does that affect how you draft people in year two, looking at who has more experience being a doubles player? Mm-hmm. right so that yeah. those two questions i'll start there because i'll let okay. i'll let you go on those two you know i asked a 50 yeah then, yeah so i'll let you go those so, so, okay uh yeah so um yeah so as far as me um being able to draft and and obviously i'm i'm working that out with the uh but there was other owners that the denver owner also played and so he drafted himself so I would have to draft myself. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not going to draft myself one, even close. Cause, um, and we're still trying to figure out. Well, what happens we if somebody a... drafts you before you draft yourself? What is that well, possible? Yeah, it could be, but where do you think my heart is? You know, <laughs> do okay. they, they, if Naples picks me up and they go, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I have no, you know, they, and they know I'm invested in Oklahoma city. So probably be something like, hey, Mark, it's time you draft yourself kind of conversation, okay. you know. So let's, um, or they could draft me and trade me for someone maybe I drafted that they really wanted. So, you know, I, um, I just gave that one away. But um, so you could, <laughs> um, maybe we edit this part there, right there. And so don't give me any ideas, but uh, but no, I think it is a little tricky, but uh, you got the MLP um, that has an owner that uh, plays. Um, 
and I'm losing his name off the top. Reitermeyer, Reitermeyer, um, Rick. Um, oh no, that's the other owner. But there's there's an MLP player that um, is an owner and um, and plays. So you can draft yourself. So it's not uh, it's not uh, this is not something new. Okay. Um, and then your second question about. Yep. See, I, looking okay. at doubles, you know, maybe yeah. weighing your decisions more on, you know, who has experience in succeeding in doubles versus singles. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you can take, uh, you know, betting on me, Lance and, and Alex is really not known for our doubles, but more of our singles play. We got better as the season went along. Yeah. And, uh, and when we when we're athletic and fly around the court and, and and have that that's that's some good things to go in the season in in the way it was for the impel season one here was all based on the end in october mm -hmm. so um so it's not a bad route of just you know get the athlete in and and then hey we'll we'll, we'll teach you how to play um but I think as it gets more and more competitive in the game of doubles is how it's played. It's got to be, you got to be able to play some doubles and you got to be committed to doubles. Um, so I think that's, uh, and that's honestly, uh, this, this, this tournament I just played um, this weekend in Houston here, my last time I played singles was in May before the MPL. So I've solely been working on my doubles game, only playing if I played any tournaments outside of the MPL, I just was playing doubles. So, um, but, uh, and I tell my students this, and I don't know where you guys are at, but I think doubles helps their singles and singles helps your doubles. So, uh, you know, if you're a good, if you're a good singles player, you can really attack at uh, the third, do the drive drop combo. And if you don't really ever develop a drive, um, then you're missing out on a tool. Um, you know, if you're facing a big headwind and you just normally always drop your thirds, um, nice, um, that's a good name for a podcast or something, but you know, you should, <laughs> uh, you should be able to have many tools in your tool belt to be able to, uh, to play. So I, I, uh, it's not necessary to be playing singles. Uh, you know, Dave Weinbach doesn't really play any singles, uh, you know, um, most of the guys uh, uh, who are going to be first rounders don't don't play singles. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm finding out that it's a grind on the body, as uh, and and singles is not something you can keep doing unless you're Alex Simon, who uh, who just keeps rocking it. And so, yeah, and he's he's just you know doing triathlons. So, I mean, you know, nothing right. in a round in the down. Vegas heat, like it's no problem. <laughs> Right, like he They're looks for the not in Vegas to practice. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's how crazy he is, man. He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And and there's so many guys like that and gals out there that are are getting into the sport. Uh, I mean, this is and this is my little window. And this is kind of what I've told my wife. And it's like th this window is is closing. You know, I'm, I just turned 54, and um, and I know I've, I've worked hard on my health, and uh, you know. Uh, but as many, many ex-professional athletes have different sports. I mean, there's, there's an ex, uh, NHL guy that's 50, that's going to turn out from the MPL this year. And you're just hearing more and more mm -hmm. stories like that. It's just not former tennis pros. It's, it's all, um, sorts of different athletes that are in their fifties going, I love to compete. And now we got the second chance again. And yeah. so very cool. Yeah, Uncle. So when are you trying out? Well, you know, Mark, <laughs> I was thinking about this. Mark was saying he's 54 and his window's closing. I, I think my window might be shut. <laughs> I'm a little older than Mark, so I, I, I don't know. You don't look it, buddy. I didn't have you. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know, Bridget. You, you played with me. I don't think I'm ready for these guys. <laughs> You know, um, hey, don't sell yourself short. And also, um, there's three combines this year with the MPL. And uh, if you go to the uh, to the website, you can you can see the these dates coming up. And we're we're expecting. Um, that's why we planned out three of these combines at uh, different locations across the state, so people can showcase their talents and catch the eye of the other owners there. 
And okay. so it's not just, um, you know, having to establish ranking and stuff. If, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're going, Hey, I think I have what it takes to be uh, playing senior pro. And, you know, I've watched Mark Milner on, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> he doesn't have it. And, uh, yes, so, you do. I, so yes, I you do. I mean, I, I, I watched, uh, I've watched almost every, uh, match, uh, that the OKC Punishers have had this, this season. So okay. I'm very familiar with, with your game, and yes, you do have it. Well, uh, I've so, had uh, great partners. I've had wonderful partners. So. Well, hey, let's not sell your, your game short because you just came back from the APP Houston, and you won gold in singles. In singles. So even, so. So even though fun. you haven't played singles in a while, you, you still won gold. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was just yesterday, and it was coming off. Friday was men's doubles that I was able to capture bronze with a teammate, uh, Lance Coward. And, uh, and then on Saturday, um, got silver, uh, playing with, um, Christy Domaraki out of uh, Boston. She played on the Indy NPL team. So, um, and then yesterday again, gold. So I hit the whole, um, all the sides of the podium on, on yeah. all three days. So congratulations. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Good for thank, you. Thank you. And it, uh, uh, it just says, you know, you got to have a little luck in those things with good draws and good partners. And then, and especially in singles, um, it just, it was 87 and high humidities there yesterday. And, uh, when, if you can, kind of win on the top draw and they don't have to come fighting back through. Uh, Craig Bobo is a good friend of mine and he, he, he had to play so many matches in the back draw. And by the time he got to me in the gold medal match, he was done. I mean, he was just physically done. So, um, see, that's yeah. what, that's what bridging, we had to go in the back draw and we were just fighting too hard in the PPA. That's, that's yeah. what happened to us. Otherwise, right. We just got a bad draw. I like Mark's yeah. philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we can work on your seating there, so yeah, yeah, yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's my other idea. Here's my other question and idea, yeah, because now that you're a part owner, you get to you know, you have some say in this league, right? So, here's, here's my third thought I think that when it comes to the draft, I, I you know, I do fantasy football and I'm in a keeper yeah. league. Right. So yeah. we redraft every year, but you get to keep a couple of players that you you had in your previous season. I think you guys should do that, that you're allowed to keep a couple of players and then redraft the rest of the team because you want to keep some camaraderie there. You want to keep some chemistry there, it's especially, you know, as an owner or you found your you found your marquee player. Like for us, it's it's Jaime and, and Beth and not sure what, um, you know, what what's all happening with the co-founders and, and nothing's been decided, but I think that all the owners are on board of like the idea of a keeper. Now it's across the board of how many keepers that we want. And let's put it this way, because you also mentioned that you want to, uh, you know, looking and buying one of those new six teams. So if you're, <laughs> if, if you're the new owner coming in and all the players are taken all the top players, because it's a keeper, mm -hmm. Right. You know, no, what, I think like even how many, how many players are on a team? There's what? The, well, we're, the, the, we're, we're shortening the teams instead of drafting nine men and nine women. We're looking at seven men and seven women. So we'll have so three pods. So, so three think, pods instead of four. Yeah. I, I would think if you are draft, if there's four teams players, I would think six keepers sounds right to me. No, there's three teams. Uh, six, six men, six women will will start, and you'll have a sub. So okay, okay, then so, four, but, four but so if you even take four, um, that is taking a lot of players, and you're a new owner coming in, and there's six times four. I mean, there's 24 players already taken by this keeper that you mm -hmm. can't draft. It's, it's I see both but you sides. A big disadvantage, huh? Yeah. So, um, so the owners, I'm sorry, the co-founders uh, have yet to say what they're doing. So, um, that will be coming out. I'm sure, um, they're going to even be letting us uh, owners know and the rest of if there is keepers. So, 
So stay tuned. We'll have to do it. Yes. I can't wait to hear the news. We're, we're okay. super excited and we'll definitely be following along. And hopefully you still end up on the OKC Punishers, right? <laughs> it should happen. If not, um, there's going to be some turmoil on another team. I can tell you. Might be a little drama on another team. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing everything that you did with us about your story and everything you're doing with OKC Punishers. But you also have your own um, instructor company or business. Can you share that with our listeners on where they can find more information? Yes. Uh, it's uh, markmilnerpickleball.com. Uh, I, since selling my club now and, and teaching, traveling with doing Tyson's camps, I now um, can, and I also do that, but to fill in some other time, my wife says it's too early for me to retire. So I need to keep, uh, and this doesn't seem like work to me because last week I was, I was down in, in, in outside of Austin doing a camp there and then head over to Houston for the tournament. So I can do those kind of things where I can run a camp. Um, travel, especially if it lines up with some other tournament weekends, or if you happen to be in Washington State, and, uh, and you can look on my website from different camps that I do. Uh, so that's that's an opportunity that I, I, I love doing. I love coaching the game. It's it's uh, Since I was a tennis coach and teacher for so long, it just was natural to, that I started right away with pickleball. And then I'm not going to shy away from it, but uh, I've learned the best pickleball programming through through Tyson McGuffin and Kyle McKenzie. They're phenomenal of uh, what the product they put out. So, you know, and I'll put a, my little twist on it. And, uh, you know, you get a little, maybe uh, a little interest from the 50 plus kind of sides because not everyone can be 25, 30 years old and hit these kind of shots. So I get, you know, throw my little twist in there. So, um, so I, I, that's what I do. And, uh, and uh, so when I get back home, I get uh, time to recover and be with the family and, and, and then try to schedule another camp or tournament. So it's just really, uh, I'm on cloud nine right now, just with opportunities. And, and, and I've told myself, don't say no to opportunities. So when this um, great podcast come to me and offer a chance to talk about pickleball, <laughs> I haven't done very many of these things. So um, why not? So, and thank you for letting me sh- um, kind of share my, my story and, and about the MPL and, and about me being able to teach the game, the best game ever created. I mean, it's just, this is what I love about this sport is that it's just not having it. If you didn't start when you're like nine and 10, like tennis, you, you know, can you become a professional? We're seeing people come in from different sports, uh, even, um, even the highest level players that they don't come from tennis and they kind of hold their paddle with their fingers, like a ping pong paddle. Uh-huh, and they're uh-huh. playing, you know, they're playing pickleball like this. And it's just not how the tennis players do it, you know, but they, that it works. And, yeah. uh, and I, I've played against players that just have such an odd stroke, but it works in pickleball because that seven foot line of the kitchen changes the whole game when you when you can just reset points and you can just uh, have that space where you can't you can't attack and uh, so i just i love the sport because it just is a, such an, a great equalizer for yeah. for different kinds of players so you just can't go out and whoever like in tennis you can go out and serve 120 miles an hour and you're never going to lose your serve so to beat a player like that that's hard yeah. um in pickleball, you have all these all these uh, great uh, equalizers, and then you throw in some wind, and you got another equalizer. So, <laughs> yeah, Bridgie and I know the wind deal. Oh <laughs> yeah, first, it gets rough out we ever here. played in was in twenty five mile an hour winds, and it was like, uh, oh, that That's was the what, equalizer. <laughs> I, and 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 I really think that we're seeing pickleball, and MPL did it this year. We made all our matches indoors. And I bet you it's going to become more of a more indoor sport, especially for tournaments, um, just because there's so many rain delays. And, you know, people mm. want to, when you when you take away those elements, you get to see uh, the purest, you know, rallies and, you know, stuff. And it's just it's it's nice. Um, it was nice not 
having to play in the hot temperatures this year down south and and uh, so we get a little spoiled in our 50 plus <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again mark for joining yeah. us it was really a pleasure having you on and and kind of learning everything you're doing both on the court and off the court it, it's it's amazing and before we let you go i just wanted to make sure i was on your website and you have a camp coming up on november 17th is that correct Yep, and it's uh, sold out. It's uh, over on the on the west coast. So sometimes people just get me, and and this was um, in the lighthouse uh, resort. It's right on the Pacific Ocean, so people would stay and stay and play kind of thing. And uh, so um, yeah, so I, I'll be working on on that schedule uh, coming up as well. So. Well, I highly well, encourage you. our listeners to, to find the location and find one of the venues that's available and then joining you, they'll, they'll learn a lot and they'll experience the passion that you have for the game, which is really special. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah. And before we completely say goodbye, we oh. got to take our third shot, the best oh. shot of the night. That's right. <laughs> Mark. To the clinics, to the OKC Punishers, and to episode number 50. Yes. All right. Cheers. What a good Cheers. one. Cheers. What a way to close the show. So <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening at the third shower. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A real special thanks to Mark for joining us today. Check him out on Instagram at OMAC. That's O-M-A-K, Mark Milner. And on his website, markmilnerpickleball.com. Um, check out his camps coming up. I'm sure there's going to be information about the OKC Punishers and everything he's doing out in the sport. And please support us by subscribing to our show on YouTube. We love the listeners. We love the feedback, all of our social media. That's what we live for, is to hear from you and uh, um, to share our enjoyment for the game. So Let's continue to share that enjoyment and let's grow this pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast. <laughs>